0: Welcome to ThoughtHack. I, I I, I like, like... These people aren't like different. Like when I was growing up as a kid, watching people on TV or watching people doing certain things, I'm like, those are that kind of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm this kind of people, if that makes sense. Like that absolutely. It was yeah. and it's not maybe, maybe it wasn't even like a direct thought, but maybe it was just something subconscious where it was just like they live in T V land somewhere and they're just that's just different. And right. then meeting a lot of these people, and it's just like there's nothing special about you. I don't mean that in a negative way. I completely understand what you said. There's nothing about you that doesn't exist right. in me. Right. Why, why have I been so hard on myself?
1: the 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 aura is in the mystique yeah like until you meet people who mm-hmm. you've seen on tv and realize like oh you human yeah just like just like me now some mm-hmm. people got a glow in an aura yeah but you're human mm-hmm. what i'm smart i'm talented right. why well, can't oh i i can mm-hmm. i can do this for me, it was seeing the believing. Working in the industry, you're seeing some of the people who you have interacted with through different kind of mediums, heroes, people who've shaped your, your, your way of thinking, generational superstars, you know, icons. Yeah. But until you... And I'm so thankful because I used to be so intimidated, and then working for so long, it just got to be like, oh... You, okay mm-hmm. well Sunset's having a bad day all right let's right. adjust not even thinking that like i grew up with these people but having the ability to see that it's possible mm-hmm. is like 75 percent of the 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 journey it's like i'm in a place you're in a place where you yeah. come in these rooms and you you're right you got to build confidence mm-hmm. because you, this is a new thing mm-hmm. you battling your own insecurities and you know, having the confidence to do that comes from experience. The fact mm-hmm. that, you know, we've been able to be in some pretty great rooms. Yeah. Says a lot because the average person doesn't have those experiences. That's still such and such to them, like the glow, the mystique. Mm-hmm. Had people be like, I can't believe you were in the mm-hmm. same room as mm-hmm. Jay Z and it's just like, Oh yeah, you yeah. But I also had a lot of time built into building my career where that became normal, and so I started to think, yo, this is possible
0: it it's some people I meet there's still that that mystique or that's like I'm still like super impressed with, but then course, it becomes for yeah. different reasons
1: right, right,
0: because it's like you're you're an impressive human being, yes. in terms of whether it's like your your discipline or your business acumen or whatever, but then it's other people that I meet, and I'm like. Bro, like, it was, and I don't, I'm never that guy, like, to take anything away from someone. It's just, I, I think it more so as giving something to myself in terms of, yo, like, you mad regularly. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. You're a human being. Human you're going being. through all this shit I'm going through. You're just as insecure as I am about certain mm-hmm. things. You've been to places that I'm trying to get to, and you're still dealing with certain human things that I thought... That you should be beyond right now
1: Right Right Yo You ever First of all You ever You ever look at somebody Who you seen on TV Or in, Like on a movie Or And just go Yeah a lot shorter than I expected Yeah Or like You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. It automatically takes the luster off In your mind a little yeah. bit It's like Are you short Social media does that too To a degree You know what I'm saying Yeah Yeah It, I, it It's all in the mystique like the the facade that builds in your mind, that lead up, that adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this dude is really. Yeah. This is why we still call people their television names Work. instead of their real names, which is like super disrespectful. That's though. mad disrespectful. It's like super disrespectful. That's mad. That's not Carlton. That's yeah. Alfonso yeah. Ribeiro. Yeah, I
0: saw the the interview. With, um, damn, I, I don't even know his name, homie, that played uh ba- Braxton on Jane Fox Show. He did an interview. B. Duncan, yeah, you know saying, B. Right? Duncan. Yeah, for sure be Duncan. Yeah, um, shout out to him. Um, and I was just like, damn, like the idea that you had these successes and somehow it worked again, like it's, it's a tricky, Yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And for I, you to deal uh, with that now is like, it's insane.
1: You're talking about 20, 30 years removed, Yeah. but these people are always, because it's specifically for black people. Mm-hmm. Like I know I was a TV kid, meaning like my mom was at work, my dad was at work you know i was raised by television mm. and like i could quote like the way like my grandmother used to tape the wednesday night wb lineup mm. like with with sister sister parenthood All jamie Foxx, wayne's brothers mm. then i watch you know i had martin i have fresh prince mm. black television raised me in the mm. 90s and so for a large majority of my life that became like my identity so when i would see these people like imagine i still got this mindset of will smith and martin lawrence the same way i did in 95 mm-hmm. when i saw bad boys for life i was the only one it seemed like i was the only one not having a good time because i was like oh this is so cringy this mm-hmm. they so they so they got older yeah. But I in my mind
0: I kind of cringed a little bit too.
1: It was cringy.
0: I, and but then I felt bad about cringing
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like having to realize like, yeah. okay, these are not this is not the fresh Prince yeah. and Martin Payne.
0: He's a he's a human guy. He's a human yeah. yeah.
1: Growing older. Yeah. And thankfully, right? Yeah. And gracefully, they, they can have a, a, a chance to show their talents mm. and you know, show why they you know, but still, as hardcore fans, because mm. TV and media had my mind going like that, like strong. I was like, oh, I can't see them out of the, any anything else.
0: The 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 funny thing, and I mean, it's I don't want to say like it's fucked up necessarily. So I'm gonna circle back to what we're talking about in yes, terms of yeah. when I hit you up during the pandemic and we talked. I'm be honest, like we didn't go in depth because I wanted to save a little bit of the conversation, but I didn't handle the beginning of the pandemic well.
2: Mm. Yeah, I feel lines. like
0: a lot of the power of what you do is that you're able to be super hyper transparent mm. at all times. So you'll do a post where you're like, I'm not OK right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not OK yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like I always have this tendency to be like, everything's cool. Like, of course, that man. meme of the dog in the fire. Yes, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Everything's cool. And like, oh, man. yeah. I was even lying to myself a little bit in the beginning. I was drinking more. I was just ordering out like I was just doing all the shit that I normally would avoid to yeah. like I guess try to cope with just staying still because I haven't sat still in like so long. Yeah. You're constantly moving, so you don't have to deal with little shit. Oh you're man. never there.
1: Or that voice. That just uh, that voice yeah. inside of you that's like you're not okay. Like you don't got to deal with that because you're pacing and hopping on trains mm-hmm. And doing things that you love But at the end of the day When it's all quiet And you got to stay yeah, You can't go nowhere
0: Pandemic was- made you deal with your life choices so Or not deal I mean If you were home like My thing is like, if you're home mm-hmm. Where you live Is really where you live oh, So yeah. niggas is got in the crib like Yep. Damn, I really live here. I really live here. I'm. I have to stay. Like I can't go out and run away from this and come back no. and just crash at night. I live here. It's my reality. Yeah, this is my reality day yeah. to day. Your partner, like all the conversations you was avoiding, or all the little stuff that you got away with because you was at work all day. Mm-hmm. Now I really gotta be in your face twenty four seven. Like
1: you, you know, you know, people discovered that they didn't like their family. Yeah. During the pandemic, that they didn't like their children. That they didn't like their 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 husband or wife, yeah. because when you never had to spend so much time with a person, the little things that you never saw day to day, yeah. be like, oh, you live like this. Yeah, I gotta hear this. For I gotta hear this, and I gotta work.
0: The stuff you was able to avoid. What? that it's like it bugged you, but I'm about to run to work, so, so I'm not gonna, even. Going, I'm cool. I'm cool on I'm gonna tuck, yeah. tuck, and roll, tuck and yeah. roll.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that that shit, that shit'll whoop your ass. You know what I'm saying? And I actually, I lived, I had to, I moved back home in 2019, back to my mom's crib in 2019, and so I spent like 2019 to probably August of 2020 back in my childhood home, Mm -hmm. and uh, like I live in Fort Greene, which has been heavily well, my mom, you know, I grew up in Fort Greene, and the the, uh, the area was the area's heavily gentrified uh, throughout the years, probably since like nine eleven, post nine eleven. But specifically, uh, Fort Greene this year was the the hotbed of all the uh or la- Fort Greene last year was the hotbed of the protests and uh like right by Barclay and yeah. all the uprisings. Going back to my childhood home, dealing with that, and then being in the same space as my mom as a grown man, I thought the pandemic was going to take me out. I didn't know. I was like, yo, I'm so stressed and I can't go nowhere. And I'm at my mom's crib. Mm -hmm. And I got to work from home. And I'm dealing with all these microaggressions because white people don't know what to say at this point. You know what I'm saying? You know, people apologizing. I ain't mm. never met them. Like, mm. it's just it became so overbearing. Mm. Like, how do how do I how? How do mm. I move past?
0: And w- with the whole time the the piano hanging over your head of like, are we gonna die? Are or we gonna die? Are we are we gonna die? Like, what's what's yeah. <laughs> like, like I was wearing gloves outside. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That first couple of months, I think people forgot that we because when we didn't know anything. I literally, this was coming off of, um, we just did like the Super Bowl activation. Yeah, I had flew down to Atlanta and I remember flying down to Atlanta. Everything was normal. Mm -hmm. I was there for like maybe three or four days, taking some meetings, went back to the airport, walking through the airport, everybody has masks on. I'm the only one with that mask. And I'm like, game, total game changer. What's, what's happening right now? What's happening? Because I don't watch the news like that. So I'm like, what's what's going on right now? Oh everybody, God. these people are being silly. In my mind, I'm like, oh, they're silly right now. They bugging. Cause I'm just like, this is people are being germophobic or whatever weird shit is going yep. on down here. Didn't even expect. I'm thinking it's hyper local and I'm sitting down and I'm looking at like a, a news monitor or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're like, COVID nineteen reported in like Atlanta airport. There's a flight coming in from I think um oh some Asian God, country. God and um i think it's thailand or something like that and they reported there was a case on the flight and i'm sitting there like looking at the news and looking around like everybody around me is wearing masks and gloves and i'm just like oh i'm the one that's bugging i'm
1: wilding right
0: now. i'm wilding right yeah. now <laughs> mad insecure got home um i don't know if I, I i never really tested positive for antibodies i'm one of those people that's like i swear i had it yeah. but like i have no proof i don't know and I was like, what's happening right now? It's like first couple months. I don't know if I'm going to pat. My mom retired. Like Ooh. as soon as COVID dropped, my mom called into her job and was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm, die, it's cool. I'm done. It was like, she was like, yeah, I'm cool. I was, I was debating when I was going to retire. And like, God let me know. It's like, it's today. Tough. It's today. It's today. <laughs> I was wondering when it was. And it's today. I'm not it's coming back. Today, yeah. Don't call me no more. <laughs> so.
1: Oh man, that's
0: it was wild. it was crazy. So dealing with all that mm-hmm. stuff that's mm-hmm. just built up over the years that you've been avoiding, on top of people are just dropping dead right and left.
1: Yeah. Then you got to watch that's people crazy. like storm the Capitol. Like, just think about it. Yeah. Like, it's been it's been some shit it's, going it's, on. It's been a crazy know? year. You know. So I I always look at it like I understand why people was just like, no, I'm gonna go mm. to Miami. Like in the midst of pandemic I get why
0: You know where we were at When they were storming the Capitol We were in LA This is what I'm saying We were in LA And <laughs> we literally Turned the TV on And people are storming the Capitol And it's, it's the 6th Which is my birthday Right So I'm like yeah Just turn the TV on <laughs> Yeah just, turn, just it. turn it off We're not even We're not, not even going, gonna We're not even yeah. gonna do that yeah. yeah that's somewhere else right now That's like, somewhere else
1: Yeah I, I get that Like yeah. I, I completely understand Yeah like it and and the same, like just trying to find pockets of escape, whether it was creative, whether it was just like anything else but turning on the realization of life. Like
0: I got wow. numb after a while. Yeah. Between all the the Black Lives Matter stuff and the stuff that you're you genuinely feel bad about mm-hmm. and then the stuff that you're supposed to feel bad about. Yeah. And then yeah. on yeah. top of that, like Cuomo on the TV every morning telling you like, yeah, another hundred thousand people died, but you know, like I'm just like, bro, turn the TV off. I was just like, like bro, it's we... super, super depressing. My sister was a nurse at the time. She's coming home and she's like barely yeah. keeping it together. Yeah. It it was a lot.
1: It's real life. Yeah. And um
0: It's been a year, man, because you remember it's been a year. You remember in the beginning, people were talking about Cuomo running for Oh, they loved for president, oh, they loved him They loved him and yeah. And
1: then, doesn't it feel like five years has passed? Yeah, it feels like, like, all like all it's been forever. Happened in the course of a year. He went from being Harold, yeah. like we love Cuomo. This yeah. is Cuomo City right here. To yeah, I mean,
0: every month was like a year. A year's worth every of stuff month was like was every like month. Yeah,
1: entanglement Where, happened. Like we saw yeah. this, the the Smiths. Break down, Uh,
0: and you got ahead of me because I was going to bring it right back to that. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, yeah, and that was like the seventy-fifth craziest thing that happened. Kanye ran for president. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that happened.
0: So much, so much that people would really lock in on, but so much was going on. You glossed it over. You You just glossed it over. The entanglement thing.
1: Oh man.
0: Yeah, that was.
1: Like really Like this is a no. lot happening And then it became a meme For like 5 mm. months and then
0: That was it I don't know See on the one hand he's a human being So I don't want to dehumanize him Because mm-hmm. it's happened to me And I don't like the feeling of people treating you like You're supposed to be this Or you're supposed oh, to be okay yeah. You're up so you're supposed to be okay You're doing well or you know what I mean mm-hmm. Appreciate that or whatever it is At the same time it's like not everything has to be like super public, man. It's, it mm. got to, to me, it got to be too much after a while. I'm just like, this is messy, man. Like, I, this is, it's, it's a lot, man. Yeah, I was, just, you, and you don't owe that to people. You do y'all not. Don't, y'all don't owe that to anybody.
1: I, I was just having this conversation with um a friend of mine, and I was saying that I legit think they're geniuses, and I'll tell you why. Like, for, a, a, a string of years, Will Smith started like the, we saw more chinks in, in his armor mm-hmm. as a celebrity than we ever had because he was always on top of the box office. Started making some, you know, films that didn't mm-hmm. do quite right. Yeah. I remember when he first signed. Uh, when he first was like, I'm gonna get get an Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, like what, what, what the fuck, Will Smith getting an Instagram? It's this different. Different. It's different. Okay. So then I started looking at the content he started doing. And we, we got to remember like, probably like 2018, 2019, Will Smith's content was like, he was doing like animated shit, and all kind of different shit. Mm-hmm. Then I started looking at the climate in which he was in and how people, this is a generation of, let's put it out there. Mm-hmm. Everybody's business is out there. There's no mystique mm-hmm. or, or curtain anymore between celebrities and yourself. You could talk to your favorite celebrity on Clubhouse, on Twitter spaces, mm-hmm. or through DM, you know? I, I, I saw the shift. Then I saw a Red Table Talk. Then I started seeing these conversations that the Smiths were having. And what they were doing, in my mind, in my opinion, was they, they started to reach their audience where they were. Mm-hmm. For a long time, we didn't know nothing mm-hmm. about Will and Jada or the kids. Yeah. We assumed a lot. Yeah. But then when they started voluntarily explaining themselves, I'm like, "Oh, the bag must be first of all different." Yeah. Second of all, everything that they released I'm sure has been talked about, evaluated, and carefully constructed to go out in the way that it was supposed to go out. Like, I don't think any of this shit is accident. I think Will Smith is a brilliant actor, okay? And I think that the new level of acting is being exposed when, like the reality era. People want to be seen as much as it's cringy because it's fucking cringy. Yeah, I think the execution is brilliant because he has so many people talking about him in different in different. You can't ways. argue with the results. You cannot argue. You can't argue with the results at
0: all. I'm cool on the results though, bro. It's I, a lot. Me
1: personally, it's a lot.
0: Nah, I, I don't know if I could do that,
1: man. I've learned so it takes. It take a lot
0: you know because like okay let's know. all the rumors and bs stuff aside mm-hmm. i would imagine dealing with that news privately would mm-hmm. be a lot for somebody mm-hmm. but now to deal with it in front of all your friends all your family yeah. strangers everybody's kind of like you know what i mean yeah. you're walking through the street and getting like sympathy eyes like you like you all right man? Yeah. Like, i
1: probably probably um, but this is why I say I, I think that they already had, you know, the the very intimate conversations. I, Jada Jada alluded like that Will was wildin', you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they, they probably both like yeah. wildin', you know? Yeah I'm sure like being well, the wife of Will Smith ain't a walk in a park. Is Will
0: Smith. But you're Jada. Very true. It, it's not like you're like like, Jane Doe no, from, no, like, no. you're you you're Jada. No, but you're, yes. You're, you're Jada Smith.
1: But also, there was a time where Jada just, like, stopped doing a lot. Like, she paused yeah. her career to raise the kids, which, I mean, dope. But, like, when you Will Smith and, and you out.
0: Yeah. Falling I can imagine in love that. with co-stars and shit. I can imagine that. You... I don't know. Um, My thing is like it's not even a mystique thing for me. It's not like I want to be mysterious. I just want to keep certain things to myself. Of course, especially now that so much of certain parts of everyone's lives are like public. It's like something still has to be just for me. That's not open to share. And then when you overshare, I think people assume and can take certain liberties, assuming that absolutely everything is open to them absolutely and it's like it's hard for you to tell somebody mind a business when you literally gave them all of your business
1: it is the craziest shit in the world it's like yo i post every you know what i'm saying i'm posting every day my whole life my whole life and then when people go you suck like now i'm obligated am i obligated to respond to them do i have to respond it's like engaging i was thinking about this the other day like you don't need nobody number anymore nah You don't need anybody's number. No. That's like a that you know, that that's Mm -hmm. for nostalgia purposes. Mm -hmm. You contact most people through social media these days and you Mm -hmm. can get in contact with anybody you want as long as they respond back.
0: Mm -hmm. M phone number is like a a hyper privilege.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's you don't need it. uh, You don't need it. No. It's like the you know, the ver the second verification, you know, the 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 duo system, Mm -hmm. you know? Where you sign in a password and they ask you to you know, wish your mother's made a name, you know It's just like this added thing But you don't need it
0: I feel like certain celebs Jump on social media And I, I might be wrong mm. Someone can correct me if they feel like Um I feel like the first people that really Pioneered the whole social media For promotion And building their own audience And so on and so forth right. uh, I would say, to my knowledge Are The, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and Kevin mm. Hart mm-hmm. Where I'm hearing for the first time i think i heard it i'm not sure who first or who second that they're negotiating that their social media is like um they charge the movie studios yes. if you want me yeah. to promote on social that's like a million couple exactly. million dollars yeah. back for me to promote the movie and the dope thing is now we live in a space where before you needed the machine to bring you to of the masses course. yeah can you please take me and distribute and do something with with me Mm -hmm. and now it's like you could build your own audience and now they're coming to you like we see what you got over there Mm -hmm. let's see if we can't amplify it or partner with you let's figure out how we can take advantage of what you've already built solo of course democratizing content like you don't need to be there's some people that don't get their news from like CNN. No. They just ever. Yeah. Don't just, even
1: know what CNN is. Yeah. They get their news from Twitter.
0: So, like are you are you in a a space where you feel like that's like a good thing or depending on how you say it, it's dope and then it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody can put anything out. Like anybody and everybody has a voice. Mm-hmm. Everybody can basically say or do whatever and reach millions of people, mm-hmm. which that's kind of dope. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of kind of not. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I uh, I just think I think we're here already, right? Yeah. Like I. There used to be fear, because it's like yes, everything you just said—the the amount of misinformation you can spread—is uh, different. But we we are we already in this space now. Like we can't—we're not going back. We're evolving as a society, so like that's gonna be a constant. What I do is I limit my interaction on there in social media in general, like I've had to take a a huge step back. I'll be having alarms too. Don't worry. Yeah, my bad. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I just have
0: random alarms throughout my day to keep me on point. Same,
1: same, same, same. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't, I I have to limit my interaction. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, you ever just scroll through your timeline and see how much just random quick shit you read and then intake? Mm -hmm. Like you go on Twitter, see somebody be like, you know, Black Lives Matter, the shit is fucked up. We got mm-hmm. another one day. Mm-hmm. Then you got somebody being like, my job just gave me a promotion and I'm so excited. Uh, hashtag part mm-hmm. of the team. Mm-hmm. Then you see somebody talking about, uh, uh, I, I just want to give a good Gluck Gluck 3000. Mm-hmm. And then you got somebody talking about Forex and, and crypto. Yeah. It's, we ingest If so I get much. another Forex Yo, DM. Don't, bro. First of all, don't send me no more Forex shit, bro. I don't want to yeah. do it.
0: Yeah, I don't want to do it either. I'm happy for y'all, man. I'm happy y'all found you. your calling. Just stop hitting me. Don't, don't me. hit
1: me. Did you look at my yeah. did you look at my story? Yeah. No. Nah. I don't want to flip my ten dollars into ten thousand. Yeah. Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> but I, we we intake so much so quickly and then just move about our <laughs> That's day. Mef. <laughs> Yo, dead ass. Come on. Yeah. Respectfully. I don't yeah. want it. We, we, we consume so much so quickly, and then, like, we go off and do other shit. Right. And we left with the thoughts and impressions that everybody else had. I I I have to turn off to be present.
0: I get that. And a lot of it is funny because a lot of the shit that would, like, affect me via social, some of it was... Like external, like yeah. I had to learn to differentiate what was affecting me because of me and what was affecting me just because of just base human, and you can't do anything about that. Right. So, the constant killing and violence and vitriol and just all the negative shit after a while, it's just like, bro, I don't like this. Doesn't for what I, this doesn't do anything for me, right? The other stuff where it's more so like, I mean, I. I haven't really struggled with certain insecurities in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like I I think I'm fortunate in because it is a luxury I'm fortunate enough to be in a space where I've worked through all of that because of certain crash courses I had in life. Yeah. yeah. One of one of my first jobs um out of college was um was like a direct I suggest everybody do, like, a sales sales job. Mm. So they literally would send me out. This is when I was, like, there's a whole thing where I was, like, on academic suspension. There's too much partying, Thursday, Thursday, so on and so forth. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had to drop all my Friday morning classes. (laughs) Um, I would literally be in French class thinking I was fooling the teacher with my head down and the pen up. And it's like, I wasn't fooling anybody. Nah, you just sweating. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> he, patted me on the shoulder. and Was like, "Nah, you gotta drop this class, bro." I ended up taking sign language at night, I at take which I passed. Like was at yeah. High school. yeah, yeah. It was a dope class, though. It I, wasn't I ended, up, dope. I ended up enjoying that. It
1: is. Yeah. Back yeah. to your story. But yeah, I feel you. I feel you.
0: But um, doing the the like door to door sales thing one helped me learn people in a way. Like mm. I could walk in and sort of you have to make the sales pick. Right. pitch quick so i have to like size you up really quick and know which direction to move in in terms of how i'm going to pitch you but two like you'll talk to like 200 people in a day yeah. and get like maybe five yeses yep, yep. so in the beginning when you get hit with those nose they feel like punches yes and then after about a couple of months of doing it i shrugging those nose off like oh, right. okay and just move into the next one so working wow. through certain insecurities in me, um, me traveling, meeting people, finding value in my voice and my opinions and my my experience and so on and so forth mm-hmm. helped me avoid some of the insecurities I see other people deal with where they're like, yeah, um, I had to block this person for my mental health because them doing well made me feel bad.
1: Yes. Yeah, which, which is... Um I, I can't speak for everybody, but yeah. de- prior before the pandemic, mm-hmm. mostly, definitely suffered from that. Mm-hmm. And um, the compa- not blocking, but often being like, damn, when is it going to happen mm-hmm. for me? Um, but people really get ingrained mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. social media. What I learned, and I'm grateful that I did learn during the pandemic, was that, like, even when people tried to put on, like, like for makeup, first of all, or just, mm-hmm. like, you know, wash their face at times where I'm, like, I don't know how y'all doing this. I don't mm-hmm. know how y'all could get up every day and put a full face of makeup on. To just go. chill in the house? Nah, I'm, like, just, yes, mm-hmm. to take pictures, but also just to, like, actively work. I really admired that strength because... I ain't have it in me to do. I ain't have it in me. Because it was just like I, first of all, I, I can't get a haircut. Like mm-hmm. that, that was a lot of root of my. I was like, man, I can't get it. I'm really, I'm scruffing yeah. it. People is cutting their people were cutting their own yeah, hair. Yeah, people were.
0: I was one of those people. They, they, I am people. You people. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. I I couldn't do it. I was just like, yo, I I don't got a lot. To, to fuck up. <laughs> if I do one bad joint, it's over. I'm going to have to just retire. So I was scruffing it out. But I, I was just amazed by how people were like putting on, whether it was for work or just in general, like, you know, just, I, I'm not going to let it get me down. I'm just going to mm-hmm. beat my face. And I started looking like, maybe I'm not that strong. But like, damn, there's people still doing their thing. And But then I realized like, no, I, just, I really needed rest. I really needed
0: rest. And you assume people are as honest and forthcoming they be as you. Lying, man, bro. So Ugh. the the perception now is like, if it doesn't happen on social media, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But the reverse is the reality. Yes. Just because it happened on social media, doesn't mean it even really happened.
1: It's such an illusion.
0: Super strong illusion.
1: Super strong illusion. I'm like, how y'all making it? And it's like,
0: we not. We For me, like a lot of ways, social stuff. media is like a resume. Like, hey, I've done this. I've done mm-hmm. that. Like this mm-hmm. almost archive of stuff I've done. I almost look at it like this professional thing. Um, There are people who will go out of their way to, they spend just as much time looking busy yes. as just going to be busy. It's like, yeah. bro, if you put just as much work in actually doing some shit, it probably would have been done by now
1: definitely definitely it we again we in a different yeah. you know it's kids that aren't even striving to have traditional jobs anymore like there's like 9 and 10 year olds who want to be youtube stars and rightfully so because they're seeing kids that look like them in the same age mm. doing unboxing videos mm. for 10 million you know mm. whatever the brand partnerships are people mm. are are creating generational wealth from unboxing
0: 110%. videos.
1: 110%. So like people like, all right, well, if if I don't even need my job, I can mm-hmm. use my job to leverage the fact I could film around. The job could be part of my show. Yeah. You know?
0: But then you gotta remember it's a job. Like yes. The yes. people who do like 10 videos and they're like, damn, I'm not famous yet. Like, bro, it's bro. it's not It's not that like that. I forget the name of that Mm. kid who did the toy reviews. Mm -hmm. You could literally start from the first video he did. And if you pay attention, you look at his house in the background through the years of him doing the video. (laughs) The house gets more lit.
1: Yeah, he's changing.
0: (laughs) But that's like, that's literally how it works. Like over time, you don't, he didn't go from the one bedroom apartment to the super mansion. Went to the one bedroom apartment. So maybe the three bedroom. Yeah, you know I mean, true. now they got a crib. Now, now they got a bigger crib. Now it's a, like it's this gradual growth. But yeah. you have to have that that thing in you that that helps you make it. You gotta fall in love with the process. Yeah. If you lock in and you're only in love with the results, you're not gonna you're not gonna make yeah. it. And that's the biggest thing. And people mm. spend so much time making it look so easy. You think something's wrong with you. For not having it or figuring it out early man
1: you know what else is interesting like you you hit you, you hit mad gyms yo there's no child labor laws on this shit like no, yo, no, they, yo kids be yeah. kids really be creating income yeah. for their whole family the whole family yeah they be having lights in their face at three yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah. we 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 already live in this society man yeah. like so Back to one of your original points about like, is it is it weird? Mm. It's very weird, definitely. But we already we here. Like people are becoming stars at, at toddlers just by having cameras. Think about babies when you said about um, like not wanting to share so much and being very protective of that. Soon as somebody born, Instagram right page. to the ground,
0: Instagram page. It. I don't know how to feel about it because on my own in my own, like, um, I'm very protective of my own daughters. So right. they want Instagram pages and all that. But I was just like, I don't want you to have to deal. I want to protect what you have mm. for as long as possible. Yeah. That thing where it's like, how many people like my posts? I don't want you to have that. I don't want yeah. you to have to deal with, oh, they didn't like my post. Like, do I have to do another one? That like, maybe if I like move Ooh. like this, or if I kind of hunch or arch my back a little bit more oh, and. Man. Like, I don't want you to have to deal with feeling insecure or equating likes on social media with genuine love.
1: Yeah, love. Yeah, man. It's. I-
0: and for every one kid that is making millions doing those YouTube videos, there's like hundreds of influencers who live on this perception is good enough lifestyle where it's like as long as people think I'm lit I don't care if I'm actually doing well as long as people think I'm cool I don't really care how I'm actually doing right so I could have a million followers people think I'm lit they think I'm flying this place that place this place I could be in a basement apartment with a mattress on the floor I'm I'm cool I don't really care
1: and and that's the exact reason why I had to step back is because like you realize that this space is all an illusion Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that I'm substituting love of like validation, mm-hmm. you know. And I understand I'm I'm part of an industry that you know requires, mm-hmm. but I can limit. Mm-hmm. And once I started limiting, mm-hmm. I started living, mm-hmm. like started picking my face up and walking mm-hmm. and looking around mm-hmm. and realizing, like, oh shit, I'm I'm lit outside of social media like i I like myself away from just what I post or what people comments and looking for that, and you know I still do it, but like I just decided that I wanted to live and being buried in my phone and thinking about well, is this next post gonna make me famous mm-hmm. is it and not even that I don't even want fame like that that's not what I want, but mm-hmm. like am I gonna get seen Our eyes are eyes mm-hmm. gonna be you know worrying about Everybody else's perception and view on myself except for my own. Yeah. So once I like started limiting myself and my interaction, it's like, oh, my self-worth is up. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. starting to figure out how to love me. You're dope in real life. I'm dope in real life. But if 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 I was just going by the number of likes I got, I don't no. realize that. No. Because that's non quantifiable. No. How fucking dope I am. How dope you are. It's non quantifiable. Yeah. That's that's a fact.
0: That's a fact. But I mean, even though you can't quantify it there, you could there's so much that you can't quantify that that's valid and is real. Of course. Like people like you, people will show up for you. Mm -hmm. People will hit you up and genuinely try to figure out how you're doing. There's genuine love for you versus that transactional, transactional industry bullshit where it's like, I fuck with you as long as you're useful. Exactly. And as long as you're useful, we're cool, but as long like as soon as you're not, like I mean, it's quiet.
1: Right. And that I really also stemmed from me figuring out how I want to be treated, you know, and having the time to take to figure that out. Because how I treat myself is completely different now than it was pre pandemic the, the things I choose to read and absorb and watch and put into my to my spirit is way different. And for that reason, I got less people around me, but I got more love around me than I ever had. And so now I'm identifying things that feel like love, mm-hmm. that look like love, that make me feel safe. And I could say like 90% of this shit that I was around was mm-hmm. not love. Yeah. It was very much what can you do for me. yeah, It was very much transactional, It was very much... Dead relationships or relationships mm-hmm. that were just completely surface level and never grew. You know, just mm-hmm. a whole bunch of shit that I didn't need. Mm-hmm. But it it again, it's a luxury to take time to just be like, let me let me really think this through. How do I need to be loved? Because what I'm getting does not make me feel safe. It does not make me feel comfortable. I'm attracting shit that my social media is attracting. Not mm-hmm. that Jameer Pond attracts, mm-hmm. but social media. And we two different things.
0: People you don't realize that. You plan on doing like more content around... To be honest, one of the main things that locked me in was like... Where I was like, yo, we got to sit down and have a convo. Was a lot of the social media posts. There was one you did from your couch. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, yo, I I want to have that conversation.
1: Yes. You. All right, so what's interesting is that I was really uh, going through... At that time going through the trying to figure out a balance between rest and I didn't want to be forgotten. I didn't wanna I didn't want people if I took a break, I didn't want people to be like, Well, where's Jameer? We're gonna move on or whatever. So it was like this need for making content. And at that time I was absolutely becoming like a therapy snob mm-hmm. where I started to see the results in my in my mental health. And so I was like, I want people to see a, a, a black man having conversations with a therapist. And it, it would be non, it, it wouldn't be um performative. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't, wouldn't be performative. Like, we're going to make healing look like this pretty thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with, with bath water and rose petals and frankincense
0: right. and you cue some type of montage where like now you're better all you of know sudden. what i'm saying
1: yeah. i really wanted to get down to the to the nitty-gritty of like raw human emotions and why people uh need therapy in my opinion um and towards the end of that i moved i moved out of my mom's crib and i was just like all right well this is Done like I I help raise money to get somebody um, into therapy, and also raise money to help somebody get into uh, of like a physical regimen with with my former trainer. And so like I was like, okay, this is done, and I can move on, and I can figure out because my whole thing as an artist is to figure out how to make um, the truth, in my opinion, my truth, Mm -hmm. palatable. So but what if you didn't make it palatable? If I didn't make it palatable, um I had to learn how to accept that too. Yeah. But that was my thing. I was trying yeah. to make it clean and pretty and You know, but not yeah. not like uh but I mm. wanted to get my message through in a unique way. Mm. You know that wasn't performative. But I was trying too hard mm. in my opinion. Um and it took me until probably now to really start figuring out like Instead of saying I want you to get therapy, mm. I want to show you what healing has done for me. Mm. And if you fuck with it, you fuck with it. If you don't, I understand. I no longer want to like be a, a therapy snob and like push it. Like, oh no, you you got to go to therapy, and, and because that that is my feelings. But also, it takes time to find a therapist that you're you're comfortable with. Yeah. It takes the mindset to want to figure the help. out that to help. To figure out that you you know, I I never got anything pushing somebody so hard, mm-hmm. you know, to, to try to accomplish it. It was always when I fell back and just led through example. So my content view ha- had changed, even though I love what I did. I wasn't afraid to be like, all right, it served this purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: My, I mean, I've never actually gone to therapy. Mm -hmm. I've been fortunate enough to have a handful of people that around me that sort of call me out on my shit. Like, I feel like not everyone has the privilege of getting unsanitized messages because everyone's Mm -hmm. so easily offended. So everyone's afraid to offend or I don't want to upset you or turn you off. Yeah. I'm the first one to be like, bro, it, it takes so much to offend me. Yeah. Like, you could literally say anything about me at this point. And I'm like, yes, I'm not going to take it personally. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really get offended until it's like you're talking about family members or my kids. Or yeah, something like that. You can course, say whatever it's... to me. So, like, I welcome all types of criticism. Mm. And getting to a space where you, I think the tricky thing is everybody's the hero in their story. Yeah, that's the so, point, yeah. Walking into a scenario and accepting the fact that sometimes you're not the hero, sometimes you're the bad guy sometimes oh, you're you're the villain of this scenario mm-hmm. and accepting that you didn't do that the way it should have been handled, or oh yes, yeah forgiving yourself first of all for for being flawed,
1: not even being in the conscious state of mind yeah. at the time to to even think about, all right, maybe I shouldn't do this. You know, just I, I wanted to add on
0: yeah, to your point. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Like one of my favorite quotes um, is from Oprah, and it's actually helped me. Like, I mean, I hate people that just randomly drop quotes. Like, <laughs> somehow it's <laughs> supposed to change your life. Oprah. Yeah, <laughs> like, but and it, Oprah is a cliche. Yeah. <laughs> but um, she said this thing. I don't know if it was originally hers, but she said, Forgiveness is accepting that the past couldn't have happened any other way. Oh, man. And yes. what's going to fuck you up is the what ifs.
1: Oh. Mm.
0: once you get past like there's no what ifs there's no other way that that could have happened yeah. it happened the way it happened because that's the way it was supposed to happen Absolutely. you can move on from the thing and start figuring out what's next yeah instead of harping on what happened and what you should have did and what you could have done and whether it's yourself or somebody else forgiving yourself mm. accepting that you couldn't have done it anyway this is part of your journey or whatever or part of that other person's journey and figuring out what comes after that is is the biggest thing for me.
1: It's so interesting that you you say that because like I I know like when um a lot of the astro like the astro world si- tragedy happened.
0: That's crazy because we were there. You were there. We were there. I uh,
1: I got I got questions, but yeah, I um a, a lot of people hit me up. And because, I, I'll just give a brief description. Travis Scott. You gotta be brief. Oh, okay. Travis Scott, uh, in 2015, I was a, a cameraman at, at High 97. He kicked me off the of stage. And um, it was like in front, it became like a viral moment. Mm-hmm. And so, people knew it was me. And probably up until maybe 2020. Like, I dealt with that embarrass- embarrassment mm-hmm. and the hurt because I didn't get a chance to, like, shoot a fair one or get any kind of closure. There's no closure there. There's no closure. So I, I sat with this, like, open wound of embarrass- embarrassment because I
0: I I, assumed- Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you feel that you needed the closure more so for you or for the people around you? Like, if you personally, in a closed room, by yourself, with Travis, got an apology. Would that have been enough? Or would it have to have been as public as the the embarrassment?
1: It was It was definitely for my ego. Okay. Because my ego was bruised. My ego had, like, it was the perception of manhood that made me,
0: like... But this is why you're fired, though. This is why everything is dope. Right. You could be honest with me. Not everybody would quickly be like, no, nah, that was, of, that was of, ego. Of course. Of yeah.
1: course. Because I'm not even like that. I don't even... I fight when I need to, yeah. you know. He didn't he technically didn't hit me, but my ego was like bruised because yeah. you embarrassed me, and I know what embarrassment feel like. But now you did it for the whole world to see, and everything I had worked up into that point was calculated. I was I was strengthening my my on camera talent, and just trying to not be a videographer and be an on on camera personality or a radio personality at the time, and. That left my ego with a big ass scar and I didn't know if I could handle the weight of that responsibility. I didn't wanna do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so from then, which was twenty fifteen to twenty twenty one basically, uh people were hitting me up and going, Damn, you see you see this shit with Travis, you know what I'm saying? That's that's karma, bro. Like, shout out to you. And I was like, You don't that's People lost their lives. Like that's mm-hmm. not a win. His embarrassment or his pain or his grief is not mm-hmm. a win for me. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. I forgave him a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Because whether or not I can't change the past. Yeah. Look how my life has trajected to now. Mm-hmm. So not not only do I have the strength to handle something like that, but it just became a feather in my hat. It did not define me. Yeah. So even if that's what people know me as, I know I'm more than that. And even if you want to go by accolades, post that, I've generated so much more. Yeah. But I don't need to because I'm comfortable with myself now to, to be able to forgive. And the power of forgiveness, just leaving that out the door, had people just yeah. like.
0: Because that's more about you, though.
1: But this the forgiveness I'm, is for you. It's for me. It don't have anything because people are like yo. I, when I see him to this day, when I see him, I'm still I'm a I'm a fuck him up for you. Oh.
0: The, for what? Okay, yeah, for <laughs> like for okay, why? but yeah. don't
1: I don't want to be involved. Like yeah. I'm not just.
0: Don't do that for me. Don't
1: do it for me. Because I'm no longer really? I no longer.
0: Jameer wanna, said hello. Yeah, bitch. You know <laughs> what I'm saying?
1: Like no, I don't want to harvest that energy. Like I I don't have. Any ill will feelings toward him? Mm-hmm. That situation wasn't
0: even about him. We're mad long since the conversation. I realized I didn't even like introduce. We didn't you. even say. Yo, I didn't even do yo. the <laughs> introduction or anything. It's cool. Keep going. It's cool. Nah, like yeah. we didn't. Like yeah.
1: I, 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 it was. It wasn't about him.
0: Yeah.
1: That that was just a, a situation that I had to face. That was a test. That was a roadblock. Mm-hmm. How was I able to pivot through? You're it? You're bigger than that. But if I don't know that and I'm just yeah. going by my ego, it's like. Mm-hmm. This nigga owe me a fair one. i will yeah. be forty five talking about, Man. you know what I'm saying. When Man. I see Travis Scott, we live. He lives in Calabasas. The thing
0: is, the thing that's crazy too is like something that's behind you would basically blind you to the potential and all the the yes. the, the great stuff that's still in front of you. Absolutely. If you just locked in on that, yeah. And I feel like that happens with people, whether it's is good or bad. Of I had course. a past success, and I'm so locked onto that. It's blocking me from seeing all the stuff in front of, of me. Course. So I have this past trauma or this embarrassing thing that happens. All right. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to see what I'm doing for it. Because you mentioned you had questions about the Astro World well, yes, thing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But yes. I did have a point to make. But you go ahead and ask the questions first. No, go make, make, make your yeah. point. Because it's going to take us away from the Astro World thing. But, um. Well, well all right. Yeah it might be separate it might yes. be off yes. I'll ask we'll y'all. figure it out we'll, we'll, figure, it figure, out. Out. we'll, we'll figure, figure it out we'll figure it out um so i i have this other project i'm doing mm-hmm. with um a great team of guys like these are all like we're all friends like mm-hmm. these are like my guys i do this other podcast and there are times because of the nature of the podcast mm-hmm. there are things that normally i would find devastatingly <laughs> embarrassing mm-hmm. so there's this one clip where we were out and um a friend of mine basically recorded me playing basketball or something right okay. which i was horrible at <laughs> so this this moment who i had people reaching out i have like family in california who's like yo i was watching this video that was that went viral or something someone retweeted it and I was like, that can't oh, be Reg playing basketball. Man. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, um, I remember Keith reached out to me and his only tech, he didn't even say good morning. He was like, this can't be you, fam. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was, that was me. That, was, that me. was me. Yeah, it was me. And at first I was like, oh God. And then after a while, I was just like, I'm looking around me and I'm like, bro, like my life is lit. I can't play basketball. And, and what's wrong it's with okay. that? It's okay. What's okay. with that? Like, everything else is, is great. I'm you're cool good. with that. I'm cool with that. And mm. there's going to be somebody out of all the people who are like, oh, I can't believe you play basketball. It's like, come on, bro. Like, you're great at basketball, but you don't play in the NBA. How is this better saying. in your life? Like, leave me alone.
1: You, you're a car salesman. Yeah, like, exactly. And
0: no, no, not. You know what no, I'm saying? No, no, not. But it's you, like, come on. What is this doing for you? What this, is this doing for this you? This skill. What is this doing for you? Yo, that being said, man. there's going to be someone who's not great at certain athletic things. Mm-hmm. And they're going to look and be like, I see myself in that person. Of course. And he shrugged yes. it off and he was able to laugh at it and make it not a big deal. So it's not a big deal. Right. It's not like that thing doesn't define me. The whole Travis moment. I don't know the situation personally. I never yeah. heard of this. Mm. But like. There's a possibility that it wasn't even personal. He doesn't know you. That's he right. could have offhand just been like dealing with all the overwhelming shit of whatever, and just like oh whatever this happens, is, yeah. And it wasn't a personal thing. Like sometimes stuff happens, and I'm like oh he's having a bad day. I hope he figures that out, and right. I just leave it where it, it happened. I'm not going to carry it through the whole day with me. Yeah, I just leave it there. And mm. yeah, you you were big like you didn't walk off the stage and drop dead. Like I mean, this way, right, right. You could, I'm right, but it, I'm, it, it did. I you got to, the BuzzFeed stuff. You look like you that, look. You got I'm the BuzzFeed stuff. I, I mean, I was going to get into all this with the intro. Yeah, uh, we totally, uh, we totally passed uh, the intro. My <laughs> guest <laughs> is Jameer Pond. Shout out to our sponsors at Catalyst Case. Obviously, we have our stuff up here. So on and so forth. I mean it's not the best introduction, but the conversation was dope. So I mean we could always, we, to, we can do an intro at the end. Yeah. And if we, you know, we'll, yeah, I'm not I'm not doing printing. all that. I'm not doing all that editing, not, man. They're gonna, They're gonna get it. They're gonna get it how they get it. They're gonna get it how they get it. Thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah. They're gonna get it how they get it, man. I'm not doing all Thank that. Thank you for having man. me. We're not doing
1: that, man. Uh bad. Yeah, yeah. But I had I had to learn that. And yeah. and that took that took taking sitting my ego down. Mm-hmm. And being like, you you gonna hold on to this forever, forever? For mm-hmm. what? Look at what you've done. Mm-hmm. Look at where you are. Right. You survived. It was rough, mm-hmm. but you survived, and you got a good story out of it. Cause it's I told you great story, story. On, on BuzzFeed. Um, and um, yeah, it was very successful. I think you have like, it's, I think it's over a million views, but like. It's me telling the story. Mm-hmm. Understanding like the power of my, my gift to be able to tell that story in a way that people were like. Oh, and somebody
0: so else was embarrassed and was like, of, yo, it it wasn't that big of it a It wasn't deal, that man. big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. No, no,
1: no. So mm-hmm. the power of forgiveness, man. Absolutely. How dope
0: was that that BuzzFeed situation though? Like how's like yeah. how that feel? Oh man, like I mean that's that's definitely validation. You've done like a bunch of dope stuff, but when I saw yeah. the BuzzFeed thing when I saw Black Coffee, I was like, okay, yeah, like, man. he's in the mix right now.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so so funny, because uh, that was 2019. I remember, like, I, I had the, the BET show, uh, Black Coffee with Gia Peppers and Mark Mama Hill, and then I, I was over at BuzzFeed, at Cocoa Butter, and we were doing, like, really viral content, uh, which was, like, the Black Mom try each other's soul food, and it just came from a conception uh that 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 my my manager at the time and myself had, and but it just, was
0: super culturally relevant stuff too, which was dope
1: and i we shot it, I edited it, produced it, and to to see that garner so much and for me not even i I just let it go like it was yes, it was my baby, my brainchild, but like seeing it take on its own life and become Mm -hmm. memes, and become culturally relevant conversations, Mm -hmm. and not even attaching my ego to it was just like, oh, this is dope. Mm -hmm. Like, I created this, and I'm just letting it go. I think it was to your point, like, not being kind of, like, just limited and stuck in one kind of area, or not letting it define you, rather. Mm -hmm. Um, But being at BuzzFeed, like, got an opportunity to create really dope things. And specifically, I was with BuzzFeed's Cocoa Butter, um, we created viral content like the black moms and the black dads try each other's barbecue, and like things just like really blew up. Um, and then we, uh, I directed a, a a show for Cocoa Butter on. It was through. Uh, it's on Hulu right now. It's called The Era, mm-hmm. um, which is taking people from the '80s and '90s specifically and just giving them their flowers. Like, and my manager, shout out to uh, Chantal Rochelle, my former manager. Um, she hosted the show and she interviewed uh, uh, Debbie Allen and Loretta Devon and Derek Fisher and
0: Questlove.
1: Like just paying homage yeah. to, to those who came before us. And I got a really good opportunity to do a lot. Um, it taught me so much about being like a, an all encompassing uh, media personality, which was I was on camera, I produced, I directed, I wrote scripts, uh, I pitched show ideas and cre- doing show running. All encompassing. It helped me get to the next level where I became more secure in my talents. Cause I didn't know. I'm just thinking that I'm doing my job because that's how highly I thought of myself. Like I'm just working. Mm-hmm. It's just work. But I'm not realizing all the brilliant things that I'm like creating, uh, because I just had no self confidence. It was God given talent.
0: How attached were you to those those projects?
1: Um I wasn't it. I wasn't really attached. I was just uh. I was really impressed that people like it was just like damn, people like this, mm. like millions mm. of people like this. this that's crazy, but it, it 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 didn't it didn't it wasn't like mm. this is mine, y'all. It wasn't me. Yeah. You know, people who knew that it was m- me hit me up or posted in the comments. But I wasn't yeah. really attached. I was just thankful that I got an opportunity to do this. this is my job.
0: The dope thing about entrepreneurship to me is to basically have an idea something that you ideated and conceptualized and then have other people live in that space that's wild it's like this was in your imagination yes. and now people are interacting and existing in something that didn't exist before
1: that that's what it was more about that's mm-hmm. what i was like wow like this mm-hmm. this phrase or this thing didn't exist mm-hmm. And now it's taken on its own life. It's become a meme. It's become mm. something other than even the things I could imagine. And I think that was the first time I realized that about my work. And I'm glad I did because it was like, whether my name was on it or not.
0: But now you know.
1: But now you know.
0: Now you know you could.
1: Now I know, rather. Yeah. It's,
0: it's not a thing that is like, okay, you got an opportunity and it's because of BuzzFeed that people fucked with it. Exactly. That was you. That you, was me. You took something. Yeah. That was you. And regardless of what happens, you don't lose that. No. Nah. If I make this thing and it's lost, I didn't lose my ability to make that thing. No, I just lost that thing.
1: I just lost that thing. And I didn't even, I gave it to the world. And yeah. as artists, isn't that what, yeah. you know, the, this is the, the point? It's the point. And I'm, I'm glad I was able to. It taught me a lot, but I didn't wear it on me. I was just very thankful that I was able to be in that position to see my talent cuz now it's like, oh, I could really do this. Limitless possibilities. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. That's
0: dope. So the astral world questions I wanted to get. Oh, yes, to yes, yes, All yes, world yes. Astral yes, questions.
1: Yes. Um I I just want I want to know. I just want to know the I want you to paint the picture of the feeling. Yeah. Because you you watch clips, you see people, but to even to even really conceptualize people being underneath other people as they're walking, walking on top of people. Mm-hmm. I just wanna know like the, the, the feeling. Did you ever feel like you were in so much danger you weren't gonna make it?
0: Okay, so it's a yes and no question. Okay. So when we went to Astro World, we went as like VIP press I, I forgot and who I was media. talking to. Sorry. My bad. Nah, nah, no, like no, 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 no.
1: No, <laughs> no. Nah, I'm It not. wasn't a flex. I, I, I know. Yeah. I, I know it wasn't yeah. a flex. In yeah. my mind, because yeah. I associate Astro World with exactly what I saw and what yeah. happened, I didn't even take account. Yeah. Take an account that, you know, VIP. Yeah. I was like, ooh, what's yeah. they? I didn't think about that struggle. Yeah. yeah. That's a struggle that I didn't Word. think about. Word. Shame on me.
0: So, uh, and there's, and something I'm going to run by you, but we're going to do it off camera. And we'll okay. talk about it later. But um, we were shooting this project. We've been shooting for a while, mm-hmm. and we had the team out there. And um, when you're in VIP or press or whatever, the the areas that you have access to, the way you're sectioned off is a little bit different. You have mm-hmm. more room to breathe. You can move around a little bit. Yet still, with that access, I could tell the the way that the the festival was structured was a little bit different. And then I didn't realize until afterwards because I guess they did a streaming deal with Apple and Apple needed the cameras positioned a certain way right. is why things were structured the way they were structured. But early on, I was in like, uh, I think, I guess you could call it the press pit or like that middle area in the festivals that mm-hmm. is usually VIP and press or whatever. So I'm there, I'm walking through, and this is the first day of the festival. There was only one day of the festival. right? And I guess people were trapped. This was at the, there's two stages. You have the main stage where all the, the, tragi- the tragedy happened. Yeah. And then you had a secondary stage where, you know, Roddy Rich and all those guys were performing. And I would say close to 100 people jumped the, the barricade. As I'm walking through, 100 people jumped the barricade. And now I'm stuck in the middle of like 100 people. It felt like a 1,000 people, but I knew it wasn't a 1,000 people. Um, and it's random. I don't know if you know um, Ishmael or calligraphist. Yes. A well, shout out randomly. To shout yeah. out to Ish. Yeah. Randomly, as I'm in the middle of this crowd of people, I'm being stuck. I look over. And Ish is in the corner snapping pictures. Like, what's up? <laughs> no, he did. He what's up? He was like, Yo, what's up? He's looking at me like I'm wilding. Oh, like he's wrong? like, Yo, what's up? And I'm like, Bro, what's up? <laughs> I'm trapped. Like, Yo, hell, what's, hell. what's up? I'm drifting away. We can't move. Ish yeah. is like, Yo, watch out! He about to throw up. I'm looking. I can't move. This dude's vomiting. I mean, at the same time, at festivals, people are making bad decisions. People of, were of doing course. drugs. Yes, yeah, drinking. They're standing. They're drinking. No one's drinking water. Everybody's just huddled up. It's just a lot going on. Mm. I couldn't move an inch and it was only 100 people. Mm. I could only imagine mm. if it was 50,000 people. I couldn't do anything against 100. Like, it was like you basically moved with the crowd. Yeah. And God forbid someone falls over. There's nothing the person behind you can do oh, to stop man. himself from moving and walking. It's it's a dub. No one could pick. Even the people that are aware that they're probably stepping on you yeah. probably couldn't stop to pick you up and do anything about it, which is unfortunate. The, the next thing is, like, after that happened, things kind of calmed down. Like, it's a normal festival. People are passing out. People are getting drunk. Like, people passing out is a regular part of a festival. Yes. No one's thinking like anything bad is happening. I'm just thinking people are passing out. I've seen people pass out right in front of me, and I don't know what happened to them. I assume they're still alive and they're okay. But, I mean, that's what happens at festivals. I remember um, my business partner, Evan, and I were in the VIP section, which was sort of they had a elevated platform, and then there was a tower, actually two towers behind it. So we were up there. We were waiting for Travis to perform. He comes out craziness this was a park and the field went from a grass field to just like a mud pit wow so many people and i remember being in the tower and people like just going crazy and feeling the tower shake and thinking yo i think maybe we should start making our way out of here this is kind of the vibe is crazy i've been to a lot of festivals but this is this feels different so we're starting to make our our way out. We see the mosh pits. Um, there was a There was a point where Travis stopped because I guess some guy was climbing the tree or something. And he was people were wilding, people were yeah. jumping on top of ambulances, all types of crazy stuff. So I was just like, it it was an atmosphere where it was already like gasoline, and I guess he was just the the match the to match, the fight. So mm. we were making our way out as Drake was coming out. So we could hear the pandemonium, but we were already like, oh. we're good for right now. We're good. We're good. We got everything we needed to shoot. Um, My my other partner, B, literally mm-hmm. just made it out of the photo pit area as everything was happening. So there's a good chance that if Drake came out earlier than him getting whatever, like B might not be here right now. Like, we would have had to still go home. Mm-hmm. We would have had to leave him. We would have had to leave him. Like it would have been, it would have been over. Shout out to B, man. Like, I mean, I'm glad he made it. Damn. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that nigga. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh. But being there, you kind of listening to the news articles, you kind of it bugs you because it's like so many people are experts in something that they weren't at. I'm. That's why I wanted to ask. And it bugs me because yeah. that's that's everything now. Everybody's a guru. Everybody's yeah. an expert. Yeah. I know exactly what happened. I was nowhere near there, but I'm gonna tell you what what went down. Right. It's it's insanity. And I feel bad because I don't have any type of personal anything with, with Travis Scott. Yeah. I, I mildly enjoy his music. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I if it's on, I fuck with it, but I'm not okay. like going out of my way to you know what I mean? Got it. And I feel bad that like just because his name is in the marquee, you're just dropping bodies in front of him and telling him to deal with that. Yo,
1: that 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 always happens with celebrities who are just like involved. Like yeah. it could just be their name, mm-hmm. and then they get a, attached to it. Well, the the Travis Scott and the Travis mm-hmm. the Travis Scott concert, yeah. you know, it's like he didn't personally
0: uh, appoint the security. You know,
1: there's a lot of. I could only imagine
0: someone telling me, and I mm-hmm. mean, again, shout-outs to the families. I feel horrible for what happened. Yeah. Someone telling you you're responsible for the death of a nine-year-old and just telling you, yeah, that's your fault. Deal with it.
1: H- hint, hence why, like, when people are like, uh, you got your one up now. Yeah. I'm like, no, that, that feeling does not equate to what I felt. Not that mm-hmm. I'm diminishing my own experience, yeah. but, like, we're talking about people have died.
0: Yeah. Imagine celebrating the worst day of somebody's life. Yeah, you know
1: what I'm saying. Like now, I'm I'm just crib walking like out of nowhere because yeah. I'm like, hey, he kill people. No, like I I, yeah. I, I hate I hate that that happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the whole thing's unfortunate. It kind of just speaks to again the world we're talking about where True. everybody's so disconnected from shit because of social media. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not real. You could talk about stuff that actually happened to somebody with almost like this like irreverence and there's no responsibility in no. in the way you're coming like you just say whatever you want to say MPL. you could go on and because you're talking to your favorite celebrity, like we we do the other podcast and people will routinely call in and i'm i'm a it doesn't bother me but mm-hmm. i would imagine someone else literally calling every week hey yeah um yeah i love the pod Fuck you, Reg. And uh <laughs> Yeah, you know what i I mean, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. And I'm like, thanks, man.
1: Yo. It's and that's another thing. Like, people want to be, you you ever see you ever and see? No account
0: with like, like, I'm having a bad day and I'm just nah, like damn, like uh,
1: they don't even they don't nah. even realize it. But you ever mm. seen people like just be like, yo, tell us celebrity, like, yo, suck my dick, yeah. you know, at whatever. Mm. And then they actually respond to them. And then the energy is like, yo, bro, like, you know, I'm just saying that yeah. I dis- I I didn't understand mm. what you were saying at this yeah. point. It's like, yo, you didn't even, you just wanted to say some shit. Yeah. You had no intention of somebody responding back. to so you You're no. putting the lights on you now. Now no. you backpedaling like Dion.
0: The 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 thing you said was almost like a, a ball or something. You kind of just rolled and you, you just took no res- it. once you rolled it, you took no responsibility for no. it. You said it, you went about no. your day, and it didn't affect you whatsoever. Nope. And someone on the other end of that message was like, "Damn, like I, I was having a really fucked up day, and, and that kind of, I got to sit down somewhere now and like contemplate." Mm-hmm. And you're just like, it was done, nothing to you. you it wasn't a big deal. On. Yeah, you, you know, the minute you said it, you was over. It. Right. You forgot what you said now, as soon as you said you, it. Now you
1: posting uh, yeah. uh porn stars ass yeah. pics yeah. On, yeah. on your Twitter. You know what I'm saying? You done moved on yeah. that immediately. <laughs> this is what I'm saying <laughs> though. The, the 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 fleeting thoughts. It could be mm-hmm. something like that, like, yo, mm-hmm. hey, hey, fuck you, Reg. Yeah. I wanna go to IHOP and get the yeah. two you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like, yo, you
0: Yeah.
1: What's happening?
0: I don't know, man. The 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 other thing about social media that's that like, you know, I've talked about and I've come out against like pretty strongly is the the cancel culture. Oh, and man. yeah. my thoughts on it, like I did a podcast episode a couple years back and this is when everyone was sort of celebrating um Alex Jones being like, you know, demonetized and taken off all the platforms uh, and everything. Yeah. And one of the questions I asked is, is this okay? And it was a simple question. Mm-hmm. I'm not a supporter of Alex Jones. I honestly have seen clips of what he does, but I haven't really ever really gotten into his content. Right. I know he says crazy shit about like different people. And I, he definitely took it too far several times over, but I don't know what he does. Yet and still, I defend people's right to say what they want to say to a degree Mm -hmm. because at some point, you're next, in my mind. Right. Within reason, inciting violence, like super hate speech, so on and so forth. Definitely. But then the tricky thing is like, okay, who's on the other end of the button who's deciding? This is hate speech. Mm-hmm. This is okay. This is okay to say. That's not okay to say. We support this, but we don't support that. Right. And you on the other end of it now has to sort of play within the lines of, all right, this is acceptable. This is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. At what point is it like we're not, it's no longer freedom of speech? Right. Hmm.
1: I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't. I don't think cancel culture exists. Mm. And the only reason I say that is because, like, what what is ultimately the end result? How does one get canceled? Okay. Um, And I just, I just think people have been saying the same shit for, for years. Like, there's mm-hmm. always been a hate speech. There's always been an, an a riot inciting speech. Like, we... Even in historical films like Braveheart, like before they went into Mm -hmm. battle, there was a speech that I'm sure the other side wasn't like, oh, that was brilliant. They probably say, Y'all disrespecting us. You just called us bitches.
0: Super offensive.
1: Super offensive. Super offensive. You know, and back then, you know, they didn't have a regard for color or nothing. So they was going off the hinges. I I think that this has just always existed. But I, I I think. People want accountability from people when, when when they are exposed as doing something racist mm-hmm. or hateful. It's, it's like I want people to constantly reminder that we like you turn on the news ninety seven percent of the news is gonna be some violent shit. Yeah. It's gonna be some hateful shit. It's gonna course. be some triggering shit that we've already had to endure. That's,
0: they're never like, gonna tell you the good Stuff that's happening because that doesn't pay the bills.
1: On CNN in the morning, like the last four minutes, it's called the good stuff because that's how they just, you know, after all the kidnappings and murders and war crimes, it's like, well, these dogs rescued a cat from a tree. Like, and then you're supposed to go, oh, okay. You know, but there's literally like a portion to to help dilute the rest of the horrible shit you've seen And and heard. Like all this has existed mm-hmm. in my mind, like there's really no change, mm-hmm. but people want accountability mm-hmm. because if we're talking about racism, that's how that's that's how we 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 uh we see as a victory. Mm-hmm. Somebody is removed. Mm-hmm. Somebody is has their money stopped. Mm-hmm. You know their income, mm-hmm. but you know. That that's like putting putting a bandaid over a bullet wound.
0: That's what I was about to say. Because you're yeah. not you're not killing anybody. No, they still no, no. alive.
1: Still alive. Still can.
0: They're still out here.
1: Still can say and do. Mm. Especially like when we talk about like we don't have the privilege of, of mm. doing that as black people. Mm. Um, but there I I know people who were specifically during when, when we were talking about like the the civil rights uprisings that have happened in mm-hmm. 2020 a lot of these mainstream media companies with people getting fired because mm-hmm. of things that they were doing to minority employees mm-hmm. and and things that they were saying and had always been saying mm-hmm. but now it's like we caught you and then either we caught you internally we're not going to say anything or and you just step down mm-hmm. or we're outing you because you're harmful to this brand mm-hmm. but they just get recycled in other places but so what So the problem doesn't
0: the problem doesn't go away and that
1: and that's what I'm yeah. saying so what is canceling okay so what's what's something. being
0: canceled is you have a segment of population that gets upset recreationally it's like recreational outrage so we, okay. we get we get upset for fun this is what we do we like to yeah. basically go on Facebook and get turned up and I feel <laughs> like I did something I changed the world I jumped on Facebook yeah. And I said, nah, like, I agreed with a million other people. Like, hot take. I agree with y'all. <laughs> I agree with everybody. <laughs> and this person is yeah. a horrible and a monster, and he has to go away. And it's like, if it was a society where we dragged somebody out back and, and shot him, I would get it, because then the problem's really solved. Right. Like, he's, he's gone. And then, and then everybody, yeah. like, all, all your... <laughs> Or, I'm
1: your, or not, your uncles and cousins yeah. will be dead too.
0: I'm not promoting killing anybody. This yeah. was just—I was being sarcastic, mm. just in case somebody's like, "Now nah, you want me to?" Nah, that's, <laughs> I'm not promoting that at all. You didn't say that. But those people, what ends up happening is all the people that are being outcast or all the people that are being shunned or like, "Oh, hey, you can't mess with us," they're building their own club. They're all—they're right. all getting together now. And now, instead of their shaky ideas and ideals and ideologies being exposed, they just sort of, like, live in this echo chamber, in this silo. It just gets And it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And
1: that's what I was asking. Like, I've never seen, like, an effective, like, I guess. It it doesn't go away.
0: Right. Whereas, if you take that person Mm -hmm. and then... You ever try like someone did something instead of flipping out or getting into an argument and going back and forth? You're like, yo, why'd you do that? Yo, it- why do you think that? Like for like, just literally around like, why mm-hmm. do you think that? Mm-hmm. And as they tell you why, you would be like, nah, but that didn't happen. That's not true. Nah, that's not you true. You can just though. pick it apart. Once you pick it apart, there's no power in it anymore. Yes. Everybody's like, nah, that's that's bullshit. Like that doesn't like as soon as Alex Jones had that whole trial and he was like no i don't really see myself as a news guy i'm more performative everybody's like oh this is fake like you don't even believe this shit you're not i bet like you there's no power in it anymore right but when you outcast them there's like you're there's a certain validity where now it's you're the bad guy whereas if i'm just correcting you it's like it's not me versus you it's us versus the problem yeah the way you think is a problem. I don't hate you as a person. I just don't really like the way you think. Right. I'm not going to outlaw the way you think. I'm just going to point out the fact that it's flawed. Mm. And you do with that what you will. If you want to continue living life with this flawed mentality, do you. Mm. Firing someone that has the power to use their bigotry to impact other people's lives, I agree with 110%. Mm-hmm. If you're racist, you shouldn't be in charge of where people live or government, anything, blah, blah, blah. But if mm. you're the guy mm. at Denny's, nigga, I don't care if you hate me. Just give me my fucking food. I just want this scramble. My, my hey. nigga, like, just bring and me my Rudy, food on time, tutti, man. Fresh and Fruity. You can hate me all you want. Just bring my food, bro. Mm. Like if you have footlocker, I wear I wear size nine fam. Just give me my sneakers, bro. Yeah. You don't have to like me. Just do your job. Just do your job. I
1: yeah, I mean, I I I absolutely I, I would I would agree with, with mm-hmm. that sentiment. I just don't think that uh even when it comes down to like not that no, I don't I don't agree. I think even when it comes down to firing, mm-hmm. um, especially in corporate America's like places. Unless it's somebody that's, rep- well, no, not even. I think just corporate America is a structure that doesn't benefit everybody. Yeah. Doesn't benefit no no matter who's at the top. Just not a, a, a system that benefits, uh me- meant to serve and benefit everybody. Yeah. Different, you know, uh, races, different uh, people who identify as different and, and choose to practice different sexual orientations. Yeah. It's just not a system that benefits unit unity. Mm-hmm. It's corporate
0: mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. Right? Cookie cutter. Come on. We want you to fit into this. But then what happens is I feel like with all those situations, we miss the opportunity for something different. You're at a company, but since that company's inception, mm-hmm. it wasn't built for you. Exactly. Exactly. It it's- wasn't built with you in mind. So no. instead of getting into it with them about a system that doesn't Work for you, build a system that does work for you, and show them. Because I—that's the thing I like about capitalism. Again, Mm is it's it's democratic. If people go over here and you're like, damn, everybody kind of fucks with with them, Mm -hmm. we were wrong. Mm -hmm. We got to switch it up just to compete and survive at this point. Mm -hmm. Because our way of thinking, our way of doing business, doesn't work anywhere. It's it's antiquated.
1: Right. Right. Indeed.
0: There's ways to address and deal with stuff where it's just like, bro, you're, you're a dinosaur. The way you think isn't conducive to what life is. Yes. If and, you yeah. If you hate black people and then you just so happen to be around a black person that you kind of like, that throws a whole chink in it now because now it's like, damn, like, what does that mean for like my whole existence? I've i I never liked you or any of your like quote-unquote people, mm-hmm. but you're cool. Is that like, What else was I wrong about? Versus let me outcast you to throw you into this group of people where you will further be indoctrinated mm-hmm. and pushed away from anyone that could have possibly changed your mind and showed you something different. And now with mm-hmm. social media, you can pick and choose what you're exposed to. Absolutely. I don't like this message because it doesn't, agree with what I already believe so I'm going to block this I don't want to see that type of stuff right I I
1: have no idea what white Twitter looks like yeah like I I I just
0: don't I just don't know I don't even live
1: in that reality Mm. which is wild because it's it's an app that you know everybody's on but I don't live in that reality um but what you said made me think of like why I I always like um the real world yeah because like you take you take like a racist cowboy yeah. and a black dude from Philly, and yeah. you put them in the same room together, yeah. and then they got beef, but by the end, they hugging each other, calling each other. Yeah, like, and because it, they it forces isolated. you to deal with... Exactly, because uh, yeah. there was always a sit-down episode when somebody got drunk and called somebody else a nigga. Yeah. So they always have one of them episodes with R&B yeah. underneath the bed, and them talking, explaining
0: yeah. why... Wow, that ain't right. That's not appropriate. Yeah. That's not appropriate. you yeah. fought for so long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of it, they're they're friends, and they have yeah. these lifelong friendships that are because they do the challenge yeah. every year too. I'm obsessed with that show, Sideburns. <laughs> That's the only reality show I watch. I'm not gonna lie. I'm obsessed with the challenge. I watch it every every episode.
1: Yo, is CT still on there? Yeah, he is. Yo, CT is like yeah, he's. I watched him. First of all, watch he's like the one of he's work. like
0: my favorite player on it. Of
1: course, yeah. He's like the this is Sparta guy. Like, yeah, dude. He
0: was out of shape for a little bit. Then he, I guess, got back into shape. Uh, Short, yeah. He really, he shorty, loved, yeah. Uh, that pass, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the whole fuck cancer oh, thing. Man, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was rough. I
1: had to hit. Yeah, I like how I like yeah. the pockets we talk yeah, about. Yeah, I know that's crazy.
0: That's Ren. I mean, it's a fire show, man. Like it's 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 only gotten better. They've actually started including people from different other reality shows. Because Rose died a long time ago. Exactly. So they got people from Big Brother, they got people from the UK, they got people from Paramount Connection. connection.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're figuring out a way to preserve it.
0: So the the last thing I wanna talk about, because I I wanted to to eventually wrap up. Um, this is a, I'm the, a really great conversation. I Thank appreciate you. it, man. Yeah, yeah this was dope. You're awesome conversation.
1: Thank you. This was You too. This is great.
0: You gave me an idea because you mentioned Black Twitter. Yes. And it's a conversation I wanted to have with a bunch of people. Mm. But it's always an awkward conversation. Why can't we, as, as Black people, and I don't want the idea to be like that we're segregating something, mm-hmm. but culturally, you can't really, you can't take, what we do culturally in the world globally mm-hmm. and replicate that or say anyone else comes close right this small segment of the population as human beings dictate so much of just general culture what's cool what's acceptable how people dress all of that if you look at um uh, recipes virgil abloh mm-hmm. uh, what what he did with off-white what like street fashion wear in Harlem is yeah. affecting how people dress in like Korea like just Absolutely. stuff like that. Yeah. We own so little of that IP though. Mm-hmm. Like Black Twitter makes Twitter lit. Mm-hmm. We don't own that platform. Mm-hmm. Black people made Clubhouse blow up. Mm-hmm. We don't own that platform. No. We we don't have a Big enough, to say I, I feel like some companies make a little bit of an effort, like even when you look at something like Instagram, and what they choose to be offensive content and not offensive content, and how it's sort of skewed unfairly away from what we do culturally. So we're we're cool enough to add this um, this validity and do all this really dope content for for Instagram. We all the stuff Black creatives did for for TikTok, right? Make these platforms blow up, but then we're we're not really given a voice or a say, and we're not really considered in the the day to day operations of of these platforms. What like what are your thoughts on that? Uh,
1: I I, I think that this is um this is a cyclical issue, mm-hmm. and I say that because in no amount of time like there's always been a time where we have been exceptional through our art through our slang through our culture through our foods through blackness but nobody ever quantified it for us we just just naturally talented and gifted you ever see somebody like just like where you grew up who just like can flip? Mm-hmm. Like a nigga just flipping. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just cause. Just cause. Yeah. Nobody's saying, man, you should you should go to the Olympics. It's what we do. Talented, brilliant, outside of the box creatives who, in the face of pain, have always turned it. Into something brilliant. That's our magic. That's a, you know, it's fucked up to say, but we have created magic out of resiliency. Done brilliant things to change the world out of a need to just laugh through it, yeah. spread joy
0: through it. Speaking of flipping, we were at a festival earlier this year, mm-hmm. and I saw like a a woman about five something mm-hmm. scale a eight foot fence in like two seconds. Come on. To to see Lil' Baby. Like <laughs> to she hopped the to she see hopped the fence. Lil baby. There was a bunch of them. They 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 scaled the fence like ninjas like two seconds flat. And I was like that's that's wasted potential. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's wasted potential, you know, baby.
1: We don't we don't know. Yeah. But what we do is like, yo, that's that's flip right there. Mm-hmm. Cause flip flip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's um, you know, or whatever. We give like nicknames and validation with us. So we become the best x y and z in our circle. We the funniest mm-hmm. in in the neighborhood, you know? But until somebody makes that somebody comes down and goes, "This is quantifiable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you a star or I'm going to give you a whole bunch of money." But it makes it only seem like it's only one. Mm-hmm. When our talent can't be quantified because whether dead or living, there are so many people who look like us who have contributed so many things to the world, but just have done it because out of survival, mm-hmm. out of out of on a whim, just said something and oh my eyebrows on fleek. Mm-hmm. On fleek. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't a word. And then somebody who looked like mm-hmm. us yeah. invented it. Now it's a word. It's in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. It was you but I'm sure. That young woman didn't know how quantifiable that was mm-hmm. until information spread and then people started to take and, and
0: pick so and it's the information of how to monetize that too isn't like readily available. No. There's no one to like sit you down and be like, "Oh nah you got a, you got a trademark or you got a None so on and so forth. Someone owes you money
1: no it it's the concept of I just want to do this so I could be seen." Speaking for me, I always have wanted to be seen mm-hmm. for a long time. And I noticed how many other black people just have wanted to be seen, mm-hmm. to be acknowledged, mm-hmm. to be liked, to have comments about how great they are. Mm-hmm. Think about it, we're using this to, to val validate our self-esteem. When mm-hmm. we're doing creating things that are making people millions of dollars, and it starts off from something as simple as. I just want to be seen. Mm-hmm. I want to be accepted. I want somebody to like me. Mm-hmm. We're not even thinking about the bigger picture. It has nothing to do with business mm-hmm. in most senses until somebody goes, Yo, you, you, should, mm-hmm. you should, okay, then I'm going to start doing this every day because people like it. Yeah. But the intention was just like, I want to be noticed.
0: Art, Like our artists got to get out of that. Like I've spoken to artists that, that you like the the word corporate is almost like a bad word it's toxic it's like oh you only care about money yes. yeah. and i'm like do you live in a pocket of the universe where you just get free groceries or right. like your bills like somebody's going to make money off of this mm-hmm. this painting that you don't think about is going to be monetized and commercialized people are going to throw this on t-shirts and mm-hmm. all this other stuff and they're going to give you a pat on the back and say you're brilliant And you're going to be a starving artist, and you like, we have to get away from the point where there's almost some type of like quiet dignity or some type of like award you get for suffering. Like, suffering is like a virtue, like, good for you. You know what I mean?
1: Struggle is a part of the black American identity.
0: But we don't have to continue to perpetuate that. At some point, like, it's yeah. dope to say, yeah, I got it out the mud, but yeah. at some point we gotta stop getting it out the mud. Somebody's yeah. gotta like be like, nah, now nah, we good now, right? Like it's grass.
1: With it, and I love that because that's that's also my hope. Yeah, but I also have to realize that like there's people who are drowning in mud. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate part about it is because mm. like no matter how much you want people to see their potential, mm. people are people who look like us are just surviving mm. they don't know they can't think that far because of the living moment to moment i don't know what that feel like mm. but i know people who know what that feels like and so the conversations are different the self-esteem is different yeah so i can I, you know people I i can never do that they're doing it, but not think they're thinking like I you know some people think that I need to be on this level to succeed mm-hmm. when sometimes it's just about being consistent yeah it's about like putting out your art and, and realizing like that this is yours mm-hmm. I, uh, w- what I was saying before about just me working and just working tunnel vision for a company without receiving any accolades or just anything to pour back to myself. Because I just thought it was work, and everybody lived like this. I didn't value, so I let a lot go that maybe I should have been more attached to. Yeah. But I wasn't because it's just like, all right, well, I got another project to work on.
0: It's crazy because there was a time when, um, and we're gonna we're gonna wrap up in a, a little yeah. bit of. Um, there was a time where like I, I did a project and this was early on in my career where I was like working with companies and I wasn't even getting paid. I was just doing all this cause yeah. I was just like, I want to be of service. i want experience I need in my mind, I didn't have enough value yet. And I had to prove said value. And the only way I could do that was by giving it to you, like, you know, just being free. Right. And, uh, years later it's funny because the same company later on sent me a pitch deck. For a project and I called him And I was like y'all y'all know this is The mm. deck I sent y'all years ago That y'all remixed. it's the exact same thing Same
1: shit
0: Even some of the pictures y'all didn't even try to Change it that even, much Y'all know y'all just sent me the they same don't shit are yeah. <laughs> How you pitching me my own shit bro I'm waving yeah. like. <laughs> And like you know you, you quote unquote You pay your dues and yeah. you just like You kind of smile and you just accept certain things So you get to a position where you don't have to But the hope is that my kids don't have to get it out the mud, I because I, yes. it's it's already it's already out like it's it's there where you don't have to work for survival you you work for fulfillment, and mm. and you know what. It doesn't make you
1: any less black to do Say so.
0: Yeah, because struggle gets doesn't nervous, have yeah.
1: to validate
0: your blackness, no, which is crazy.
1: It doesn't. It shouldn't. No. It does, it shouldn't. Yeah. And I'm I I I wanna do away with that because I think we could help each other a lot more if we Mm -hmm. weren't on we're always on opposing sides. This is why black debate shows work. Like because people want somebody to overpower somebody with their point of view. As
0: crazy as it sounds, and I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up with why I'm thankful for people like Candace Owens to be honest. You're going to at that point. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. No, we can talk about it for two more seconds. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying I'm thankful for people like Candace Owens only because of the fact that like black people aren't like this monolith. We don't all agree. We don't all right. think the same. There are people are on different sides of the spectrum. Do I think she's like devastatingly wrong about so many things? Of course, but I will defend her right to think the way she wants to think. She doesn't have to think like everybody else. Yeah. She brings something to the table that is valuable because despite her ideas not being my ideas or me disagreeing with her, she's going to be in rooms that I'm not going to be right. able to get into. And she's going to, whether she likes it or not, she's going to be black in those rooms. Yeah. And to me, I feel like that, that should be enough to a degree.
1: I, I I actually love not that I love Candace Owens, but yeah. I love the fact that we are now seeing the opportunity, because I mm-hmm. remember when we didn't necessarily have one all the time mm-hmm. of seeing non-monolithic portrayals of black no. people because that's how change agents happen. Like mm-hmm. you don't have a a you don't have a refreshing new hip hop sound if Cuddy Man on the Moon mm-hmm. doesn't drop. If 808 and Heartbreaks doesn't come out, totally change the fabric of how we listen to hip-hop and what we're listening to and how much emotion you can Mm -hmm. divulge without being super lyrical or super bravado. Like, if there are no change agents, there's no forward progression. If there was no Bitches Brew by Miles Davis, there is no change in the jazz sound to more Mm avant-garde improvisational shit. You know, you need black change agents now i'm not saying you need Candace owens you know what i'm saying yeah. but but as she's far just as,
0: the strongest example yeah, i could give no no yeah. but i'm saying
1: as far as perspectives mm-hmm. we got to realize that they're all black uh conservative uh, conservatives cons- of course Right, conservatives. Yeah, conservatives. Conservatives. Yeah, right. Cause you got like Colin Powell. Exactly. Like people like that. Yeah, and and in the time where everybody, I I embrace the fact that there are different black stories. I used to not be a fan of Tyler Perry because that was the only thing on for a long time. I'm still not a fan. Of Tyler Perry.
0: But I'm um, I, I, not as a human being. I'm saying some of his works, but what he's done business wise, I'm ab, I'm over the moon about. Like shout outs to Tyler Perry.
1: Absolutely, and I'm not necessarily. I I don't. Not not necessarily a fan of of, of the films. The Medea thing is yeah. I, I, I'm of, not a fan, yeah. but what I do appreciate though is that there's a Tyler Perry, there's a Issa Rae, there's mm. a Donald Glover. That there, there are so there are now more voices being added instead of just like you just got to be like the Huxtables or you got to be like the exactly. Medeas. It's like we don't got to We can be so much more, mm. so much more, and. I can appreciate Candace Owens's voice being attached to the flag of we not just this one thing. Yeah. We all things. Mm. Trap, gritty mm. drill, black uh uh, uh business owners, yeah. entrepreneurs, conservatives like yeah. we non-monolithic. That's mm. that's fire to me.
0: I love that too. Yeah. All right. I want to continue this conversation, but obviously we got to wrap at some point. This was great, though. Yeah, I, I really appreciate enjoyed it. this. We're gonna run this back because there's mad other stuff I it's want to a talk lot. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm um, again, like thanks, uh, Jameer, Jameer Pond for for coming out. Um, fire conversation. Thanks again to our sponsors at Catalyst Case. I um, I can't talk enough about this. I would never endorse or celebrate a brand that i didn't actually use in real life like i actually have the, the case on yeah and um yeah and they've just been they've just been awesome through the whole creative process and just um working with them the last couple years has been awesome anyways uh if you get a chance check out catalyst case you can pick up their products at their website or you could go to i think they're in the apple store too so you can pretty much go anywhere anyways this has been hat thanks for listening